Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back. Jay Foreman, Nate Brennan. Jay Foreman, Nate O'Brennan. For you people out there that are in your history books, knowing that he's uh, the Irishman. It's and, true. Uh, we are brought to you by the Mercado uh, Certified Piedmontese and their butcher shop located at 84th and Havelock. Uh, great entree menu, or great appetizer menu, entree and dessert. I always go for the strawberry sorbet. I'm not big into desserts, but I like to either strawberry sorbet. They don't have carrot cake, so I go to the sorbet. But we want to thank the Mercado for uh, sponsoring us and uh, letting us do what we do. Now back to it, back to regular state of program. We're going to deal with the state of ne- Nebraska program now. So we're going to go with Cruz and Lincoln. Let's see what my man Cruz and Lincoln is talking about. He says, who cares about whatever the ranking or recruiting class is? I hear you. We need to stop going for these whatever stars and start worrying about what the kid personality. Um, that's what, you know what? That's what I'm saying, Cruz. There's an old saying that Coach McBride says, man, it's good that, we, you know, we got him here. He's like, he wish you could, you know, split us open, see if our heart pumps Kool-Aid or the real stuff. Does your heart pump Kool-Aid, Nate? My heart pumps a lot of Kool-Aid. I'll be the first person to tell you right now. Someone asked me earlier today, they were like, what happens if Mickey Joseph loses every game for the rest of the season? Are you still drinking the Kool-Aid? I'm like, yeah, because if you look at where Nebraska was after the Georgia Southern game to now – I don't care if he loses every game. They're in a better position than they were after that Georgia Southern game. That's all you can ask for. So, yeah, yeah I, I just think. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. You, no, you are wait, in no, a better wait, position we, we, than we you were, were trying, well, They were asking if your heart pumps Kool-Aid. So, is either you a man or a mouse, a champion or a chump? I don't know what that means. You did, well, Pretty much you just said you were a chump. Just letting you know. <laughs> Why? Because I'm uh, drinking the Kool-Aid? No. I asked if your heart pumps Kool-Aid or the real stuff, and you said your heart pumps Kool-Aid. Go back and listen to yourself. <laughs> so now you disrespected yourself and your dad and your family name by saying. What are you, that you talking were a chump. about? No, I'm not a chump. Okay, I just wanted to make just just wanted to make sure. I don't know. So what's the difference between pumping the Kool Aid and drinking or, the Kool Aid? No, <laughs> Nate. <laughs> Nate, I thought Nick might have been <laughs> the dopiest white kid I ever met in <laughs> my life. Was that you are to be? now have superseded what? him. How was that? N- listen to what I'm saying. Nick doesn't okay. know anything. Listen to Nick's just a listen, kid. First of all, you said Bowling Green <laughs> and Grambling were two. No, I'm no, colorblind. That's it, not it, fair. Okay, it, but you said Urban Meyer was coach all at right, Grambling fine, State. Okay. Fine. Coach McBride. Do you know who Charlie McBride is? Yes. Okay. He used to say, "It's great to have these guys here, but he wished he could go inside their body and see if their heart pumps Kool Aid okay. or the real stuff, oh, which okay. is blood." Okay. You said after I asked you <laughs> if your My heart, heart pumps, pumps the real thing. Okay, you are you sure? Yeah, okay. no, I I donate blood. <laughs> so, yeah, Nate, it's pumping your, your the heart pumps Kool Aid. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Come on. Even Crowbait says, Nate, Kool Aid or blood, man. Blood, that, exactly. Blood. Rico, Nate, what the hell? Look, <laughs> Rico says I don't know how to feel. Yes, Rico, I, I feel you, man. This is like 
astrophysics. Okay, we got we got the uh, three oh eight or at least eighty one oh seven. He he came with the uh, oh Johnny Cortland, the Irishman from Virginia Tech. I kind of like that. He, he this dude gave us our our coaching staff. All right, here we go. Here we go. Right here, we got head coach, wide receiver coach Mickey Joseph. If he's a head coach, you most likely won't be a wide receiver coach, but we'll let you run with it. OC Joe Brady, O line John Garrison, tight end Sean Becton, DC Jeff Collins. Special teams, o- OLBs, Bill Bush. D-line, Ed Ogeron. Oh, let's go, Coach O. Uh, go Travis Fisher or Terry Joseph as cornerbacks and safeties. And then it says, Jay Foreman, inside linebacker coach. Great. We're good. Um, <laughs> that's a pretty good staff there. You got any problems with that? Nah, I'm all right with that. I like I like Donovan Rail and I like my man uh, Applewhite as a running back coach. You missing? I mean, this is like you you have two coaches on offense. I mean, there are three. I kind of like Bill. But I, to be honest with you, though, if Mickey's retained, I kind of like Bill Bush at defensive coordinator. What do you think? I think he get the job done. He's at least proven that he should be part of the discussion. Yeah, I think a lot of coaches have. I mean, the the, the job Applewhite has done, the job in some some. Uh, um, Former fashion that uh, Donovan Rail has done. I always say that I watched this Purdue game for whatever because I got a lot of time and I'm sometimes wake up way too early. I watched it like six or seven times. There's so many plays where there's four guys actually blocking their guy, and there's one guy just, I mean, just <laughs> whiffing. <laughs> so what? But not good. So what it's telling me not though good. that means they're actually they're they're better. It's hard to say that they're better when there's just one guy running free. But there's like one guy just like you just like the, the dude is here like grab him or something you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, well, anyways, I mean, I look, I think this discussion of where we're at as a program is good. Rico says, let me see what Rico says. This, that's an expensive staff. Yeah, okay, well, Rico, we, I'm gonna tell you this, my man, Rico. We have been paying coaches to go away like no other. It's like <laughs> Nebraska has been like the parachute patch. Nebraska needs to get this is a, I think this, more than any other school here, they here, pay for but, coaches here, not here, to. Coach I'm gonna tell you this. This is where we've run into running the problems, and this is where I think if you could do a comparable. And it's kind of not directly, and I only know because I was I played for this team as the Houston Texans. Is Charlie Castley used to overpay for average or below average players just to go get a guy, right? You know what I'm saying? So he would overpay. He pay he pay guys that nobody else was going to pay Pro Bowl money, and they weren't even nobody else was offering that just to say okay we signed Nate Brennan. Uh, yeah, it makes some money, right? But but then everybody's business. so so for two or three agents are like, once you be a free agent, go to Houston, they'll overpay you. That's their job, right? Nebraska can't be that place where this can be a safe landing spot for guys that just want to get this gold. Like Mike 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 Riley, I knew we were in trouble when my man said I've never been to Nebraska. I looked on YouTube. He didn't know nothing about Nebraska. He probably did a Wikipedia and went over the football <laughs> program. Hey, in his defense, that's what I did before I moved here. Yeah, but and, and to his defense, look where it got me. If I'm about I'm right to get here. fired, at my, if I'm about to get fired, I guess you know, say I was at Minnesota head coach and, I, and I've been there for you know, say I played at Minnesota and all this other stuff, and I'm from there, and I'm about to get fired, and he, somebody calls you up and says we're going to pay you twice the money you're getting paid now, and your whole staff, and they're all going to pay bump. I'm hanging up the phone and I'm already down there. I'm leaving it, leaving everything, sight unseen. So I can't. But we just got to get past that. And also, as a fan base, we need to get past the, the poser stage as well. Stop trying to say – stop trying to be cool and say – and you want to sit up there and say, we have so-and-so as our coach. That makes us good. We have college game day here, so we have arrived. No, it does not. Look stop where be, that got you. Stop <laughs> being so fascinated with everything besides 
football. Football comes first. How we play, how we prepare, how we go about building our team, our staff, our support staff, our alumni staff, everything else. That's the most important thing because all the other stuff that you that we've been fascinated with over for the last 10 or 15 years or however long, that'll come. And then it's going to come in droves. Then it's going to come so much, you're going to get sick of it. That's why we get so fascinated because we haven't had it. But don't think because you're playing a good team and you're on national TV that you're equivalent of them. You know what I'm saying? Well, Illinois will come punch you in the mouth. Yeah. They're from Illinois. They, they think they're tough. Why? They think they're uh, tough. I don't know if they think. I mean, top ten defense, pretty good. Oh, they're tough. They're, 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 uh, they play with an edge. I know. And yeah. that's what, and that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, primetime game, like you're on ABC. Like, well, this is, Illinois this is coming is, to punch is, you in the mouth. Here's what I would – if I was talking to the team. At, at, at some point in time in your life, you know what I'm saying, in your life, and especially when you're playing football, you got to draw the line. Like, you just got to get tired of it. You know what I'm saying? You got – like, at some point in time, forget the coaches, forget social media, forget your NIL deals, right? Sooner or later, are you a man or are you a mouse? Straight up. This is what this game's about, okay? Are you a fake tough guy or are you tough? You don't got to tell me. I don't need to see you. You know what I mean? I don't need to see. I don't need you to tell me anymore because you told me enough and I ain't seen it. But at some point in time, <laughs> I have got to see it. And you, you know what? Better yet, forget that me seeing it. You know what I mean? You ain't got nothing. I don't. You don't owe me anything. You owe it to yourself more than anything. Forget the. And, and I'm gonna say this. And I'm gonna say it without really meaning. Forget the fans. Forget the coaches. Forget every. Forget the the social media stuff. Prove it to yourself. Prove it to yourself. Prove it to your teammates. Because as many fans are out there in social media, when you get to be old and 46 like me, when you guys have your reunion, you got to look those dudes in the face. Those are the dudes that you want to go and be able to go down to Barry's and have a beer with and kick back and reminisce because you guys sold out and you guys did what you need to do. That's what I'm trying to get you to feel, right? You know what I mean? So when you guys, you know, when you, when you think of Nate Brennan, like, yeah, that dude laid it up. We laid it on the line together. We did. We we upset Illinois together. Those dudes thought they were going to come in and roll over us, and they got rolled. They rolled right up out of town. We were part of the big victory that that was the part of, you know, the turnaround. This could be a game like um, Illinois going to Penn State, where every you kind of like you know Illinois started out beat they beat Nebraska, turn around and lose to. Um, what was it? It was San Antonio, Texas State University, Texas San Antonio, right? With uh, Larry Colker or whatever, right? The next week, right? Kind of win, and then they kind of go through a lull. Brett Bielema at a like a like a alumni kind of deal says that you know what our offensive line room isn't very good, our recruiting classes isn't very good. He didn't really mean it, but it got taken out of context. So there's turmoil, right, and adversity in his locker room. He falls on the sword explains what he meant, moves on. They go to Penn State on a sleepy game and beat Penn State, it seems like, in 25 overtimes. <laughs> By, and there's that picture that came out where he brought every single offensive lineman out there and had one running back to get a third and fourth one. That's a, that's a win that changed his men, the mentality of his program. 
So this victory against Illinois, oddly enough, could be that one to springboard Nebraska, obviously to potentially go into a bowl game. But for next year, you're thinking like you look back on this victory here, like this is the one that changed the tide. That's what you want to be a part of. And it ain't going to start on Saturday. It starts, you know, it started yesterday. It started Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're only going to be able to do it together. But you, it's going to be hard. You know, you're not playing a number. I don't know whether they're top 10 team or top 15 they're team. They're 18. Okay, the top 18 team uh, there, the hottest team in the Big Ten West and the most consistent all year. It, they're not going to come in here and roll over. They aren't a fake 6-1. and one. Be honest with you, they probably should be 7-0. and oh. They should be. Because they gave that game away against Indiana. So, at the end of the day, you're playing an undefeated team. And if they were undefeated, they'd be top 10. So, Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. You're playing a top 10 team that you know you match up with physically. Now, can you get there mentally? And mentally isn't the first and second quarter. Can you stay in the fight? Are you willing to stay in the fight as long or longer than Illinois? And that's just not from a fit, like running into you and trying to, you know, bump tackle you. Can I out-execute you? Can I be as physical? Can I be more physical than you? And do I want it more? That's it. Not, not I mean, I was just more into it. But ultimately, that's what I would ask you. When are you tired of it, man? You know, forget the expectations. Forget the black shirts. Forget all that other stuff. When are you going to be tired? Because you don't you, individual stuff in these type of games don't mean anything. Because that's what you're not going to – now, you're known for those individual performances when you win. After if – you, if you do it in a loss, nobody cares. But ultimately, if you – okay, just say, like, you get – say a big fumble recovery and four tackles in this game is bigger than you having 14 tackles and you get your head beat in. They'll be like, oh, well, you probably were chasing the running back and the running back mm-hmm. ran for 200 yards, <laughs> right? But a big play in this game is more important in your team winning – means more 50 yard receiving in this game six catches for 76 yards in a td means more in this game it does so what what does that mean nate brennan you have to sacrifice that's the difference what are you willing to sacrifice for the betterment of the team would ultimately will betterment you because up until this point now up until uh, uh after the bye week i think there has been some sacrifices right i think you know i think that's been demanded of it but i would ask you if you look back years past, last year, I'd ask some of those same dudes. Yeah, you're three and nine, but I don't think you guys sacrificed enough. Because a lot of you, some of you guys were operating on your individual own kind of deals. That's how you end up at three and nine, and be like, man, you're immensely talented, or you guys are so they close, were pretty good. Yeah, but you didn't sacrifice enough because you kept coming up short. 
So you kept doing the same thing, just enough to be close. So you weren't sacrificing enough to get there, right? So if I'm coaching, I guess, a position, I'm demanding a sacrifice from you. Because you want to know why? I'm sacrificing time coming in here and coaching you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I'm getting paid for it, but ultimately I'm staying late, right? I don't get to probably eat at home. I'm sure these guys aren't going home and, and, and you know, hey, what? The, hey, you're home from 6 o'clock for dinner? You fight rush hour? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, you ain't coming home to 9, 10 o'clock. Probably just, you know, peeking your head in, seeing, you know, saying goodnight to your kids, getting up. Everybody's, the coaches are sacrificing. Everybody's sacrificing. Everybody's, you know, stuff is on the line. It's time to get in. If you want to get into it together, we got to sacrifice, man. That's what it is. Is it, are, you, are you willing to sacrifice, Nate, two catches for to go somewhere else for the betterment of the team? Can you can you keep your attitude right? It's like giving up shots and you got to win. You know what I'm saying? You got to do it. Sometimes, I mean, that's how you win. That's that's what you do as a, as a championship type of team. You had a lot of guys that were willing to sacrifice their body and individual accolades for the betterment of the team. And then eventually it all works out. It does. I mean, I remember playing in this defense that we had called the bubble bubble defense. Man, I hated that stuff. <laughs> Straight up. I would have to get up close to the line of scrimmage, literally on the heels of a defensive lineman, and line up as a three technique against the 300-pound guards. I mean, and these are real linemen then, you know what I mean? That eliminated me be able to run and make people miss and make plays, but what it did was it created a whole bunch of one-on-one opportunities for everybody else in the defense line to make plays. And then what I had to do, Coach McBride was like, figure it out. You're a football player. Figure it out. Find a way to not to, for it to be a positive. So that's sacrifice, right? You got to take on a lead blocker. Take on a blocker. That's what you got to do. You can't be like, oh, I got to make a play, so I'm going to jump around a block and make it, make a play. That might work against, like, North Dakota, but when you're playing against, like, Illinois, you jump around a block, that dude, Chase Brown, going to hit his head on the goalpost. So that's just where they're at, man. That's a little, little bit of a – Sermon. I'm gonna get one little text in here. He says, "Why the extreme change in expectations for Mickey? Game one for Mickey was against OU. You guys were expecting Nebraska win. Now is acceptable for if his team loses the rest of the games. That's I don't know what that means. That's not right, boys. Well, first of all, I don't even know what did was I part of this conversation? I never said it to be acceptable. And and we even said. I mean, I think you said you wonder. It's it's what it looks like, right? I mean, no, it's not acceptable to be losing every game. Expect Nebraska to win every game. Now, reality is that probably might not happen. But I'm not a part of that conversation. Zero or six nine one seven. So I really don't know. I don't have any apples in those oranges, as they say, Nate. I also was not expecting a win against Oklahoma. I want to make that very clear. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I was expecting them not to get their brakes beat off them, yeah. though. But let me see. Let me see what Craig Mack says. Yeah, I always speak. Yeah. He's like, screw zone coverage. Players haven't been coached well enough to know the assignment. Yeah, maybe. Let me see. One, two, three, nine. Linebacker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one, two, three, nine. You're probably right. But, uh, I mean, I just think that it's a tremendous opportunity for these dudes. I mean, what better way to play against a nation's leading rusher? You know what I mean, Nate? I mean, I would be trying to crack his head open to the I know. white meat. I stack the box. That's what me and Strick were saying. Make Tommy DeVito beat you. Dare him to you beat you. Let me Seriously. Ask you, let me ask you something. If you was at the bottom of the pile, would you would you accidentally poke poke him in his eyes? <laughs> would I? I'm asking you. Well, yeah, I'm I, looking dead at you and asking you. Do you want me to, to get a competitive advantage? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's what aren't you playing? For, aren't you playing a competitive game? Yeah, yeah. All right, I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted. To, I'm asking you because <laughs> I want to see where you, pick my brain. Yeah, I just want to see where your mind's at. Yeah. All right, let's see with let's see with Thunder Soft Collins. Thunder Collins. He says yes, and yeah, I like you. I like you. I like you. I like. See, I know Thunder Soft Collins. You could accidentally gleek in somebody's face. If you guys don't know what gleek means, go ahead and uh, Google it. Let me see. Who is this? Eight three two. Eight three two. That's like that's like Houston, Texas. Is that Texas? Oh, CJO from Houston, Texas. Who is someone who may be more of a afterthought on a defense that can step up in a big way? That's a great question. Someone's going to have to with Henrich out. Who, he's do, you, done who, for who do you think? I think it's going to be by committee, but who do you think? I think this is a huge game for Chris Klorovic. Is he the one who's stepping in for Henrich? Well, he, 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 well, I'm saying it's a huge game for him to cement himself. It's a great opportunity. It's going to be – it's going to be – someone in that linebacker room. It has to be, right? Because Henrich is done, and Reimer's obviously beat up because he didn't even play against Purdue. I think he's supposed to play Who's an afterthought on defense that can step up in a big way? That's a good question. Mm. Who would you think? Gifford, maybe? I was going to say him. I was going to say Gifford. I, um, I I would say Gifford or I, but he's already kind of been playing. Or one of the one of the linebackers are going to have to step up, and I I think it's going to be a linebacker by committee. I don't know if there's yeah. any one guy that they're I saying think, okay, you're going to step up. I don't up, know who's like, an afterthought because I think that you know I would say either a linebacker or or an interior defensive line we need, and ideally would be like, oh man, he played he he had a big factor. Maybe it's a Maybe it's Drew. Maybe yeah, it's that's what that's what Matt says. He says you need it to be Ty, Ty Robinson. Robinson. You need Ty Robinson to be dominant in this game, from first play to last. This is if I'm Ty Robinson. This is a game tailor made for me. Eight three two said uh, Hausman. Yeah, you'd like to. I mean, I, that's again by committee. Hausman, Vaughn Clemens, Luke Reimer. Um. Um. I don't know if the safety Reimer play. really falls into that category no not as a, but i'm just saying you know to answer that you need a linebacker room that's kind of been an afterthought because that i mean that's henrich being out for the season is huge to be honest with you yeah he's your he's your captain number it's one huge he's your here's your signal caller on defense number two um three he's kind of like your steady presence i think he is a good combination between him and luke reimer you kind of guy that's got steady and then luke can kind of splash play it up you know they play different you know obviously different positions but just obviously play different and um, you know, Nick's Nick's uh, you know, in in the the thing is, Nick was playing pretty good against you know Purdue, and I hate for him to be hurt, you know, because Nick's a good kid, tough, plays plays football for the right reasons, plays for Nebraska for the right reasons. So you you know, you want guys like that to be a part of your program. So, but he'll bounce back because he's tough, mentally tough. Um, he's a he's a good spirited kid, um, and he'll be you know he'll come back you know just as good as he was before. So I, I think really the whole really to be honest with you, I think the whole defense, you know, can step up, but ideally, you know, you want Ty Robinson to really, really step forward this game and have a big game. Before the season he was the guy that was looked upon. I don't know why that would change now. I mean that's the thing is you can honestly I would say anyone on the defensive line because but you coming him, into the season you, you were like, Okay, those guys are gonna be solid, like these are the guys to look to and you want him to outside be outside of Nelson, you, like you want him to be him and Garrett 
to be your tempo setters. You throw Oshan in that group too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, but I'm just talking. Di- but different though. Like they, you want Ty and Garrett to be your tempo setters in the run game. Oshan closer, Caleb closer. Mm-hmm. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this is where the whole thing is. It's got to be, you know, be a pack of wolves to go out. This is the, this is the big time game, man. This is. You don't want to end up on Mr. Go 30 again and where he says you you stunting for the Instagram, but when you get out there on the field, you can't bust a great. I mean, at this point in time, I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with challenging people, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if I if I if, if you don't want me to challenge you as your coach, because I know I, I, I know you can do better or I, I know I think you can go to another level. What do you think Illinois going to do? They just going to they going they going to come here and they don't have any remorse for you. You get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so uh, you know I think I think uh, I'm I'm interested to see what's up, but you know I'm still wait. I haven't heard from Mickey. He hasn't re- he hasn't reached out to me because the baseball bat is still there. I know we gotta go to a break, but Nate, the baseball bat is still there. Okay? <laughs> I know. I'm gonna I know. keep saying it. I know that it's in the equipment room. You've been saying. I know. I'm not saying Mickey needs to run out with it. <laughs> All right, because we, we 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 I don't want him to do that. Then it's, then the then the text line and, and social media be going crazy. <laughs> but the well, baseball bat is there for some for somebody to run out that out that tunnel, and you just once you run out, you know they have the line. It was the band or something <laughs> when you come through the tunnel. Was at the yeah. band? You just veer off to the right, and you run right down that side. <laughs> hey, I'm, you think I'm playing? No, <laughs> you run right down that's, that sideline, right past hard. old big old Belamo, right? <laughs> okay. With that baseball bat, and you just run and pass them so they know you, they, you're going to beat their butt with it. Straight up. And then you just yeah. sit over there on the sidelines patting it every time. Just pat. <laughs> it could oh, work. Man. Try something. Why not? Hey, like, hey, hey. Why not? Hey. Hey, by any means necessary, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. All right, man. Enough fun, man. But I, I was, we're, I'm, I'm joking, but not joking. But uh, <laughs> we're going to go. we're going to go to a break, and we'll be right back in another six minutes. This is Old School with Jay Foreman and Nate. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.